Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Wednesday night Bible study via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and 12 noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. Our weekly conference calls provide a platform for our supporting ministerial staff to share a message of hope and life with the people of God in relation to our church's monthly topic of study. We hope that you enjoy today's service and find something in it that resonates within your heart and drives your love and passion towards our Savior. We also hope that this message enhances your knowledge of God's word and your personal relationship with our Heavenly Father. So sit back, relax, take plenty of notes and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Glory to the most high God. We give praise and honor to God almighty. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I consider it an honor and a privilege just to be among the saints tonight, to be gathered in his name. Hallelujah. To hear a word from on high. I give honor what honor is due to our senior pastor, Elder Dr. Shelley D. Bone II, to all of the elders uh, tonight, to all of the ministers, our deacons, our auxiliaries. God knows you name by name. I thank God for you. Thank God for the witnessing of the prayer that went forward by Elder Bernice Owens, the announcement by our expediter, Elder Lorraine Hopkins, and for all for everyone else that's on the line, we just thank God for you. This is indeed uh, the month of August, and we are excited about the topic, the subject for the month. Uh, we're not going to delay we're going to go right to the Word of God, the book of Hebrews, chapter 1. If you will come with me at 1, starting at verse 7, and I will put in your hearing uh, the 7 through 9, I believe it is. Verse 7 says, and this is the King James Version, and of the angels, he said, who make it his angels, Wait a minute. Verse chapter one, verse seven. I'm, I'm in the right vein. Let me let me just get it together. Get my lighting right. Um, and of the angels, he said, who make his angels spirit and his ministers a flame of fire. But unto the son, he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever a sculpture of a sculpture of righteousness is the sculpture of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, had anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. That is God's blessed word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we stand humbly before your God. We come with repentance in our hearts. We come, God, with thanksgiving in our spirits, God. We come seeking you 
while you yet may be found, we come with gladness and with the unspeakable joy of the Lord, which is indeed our strength. God, I'm just a vessel, God. Use me for your glory, God. Speak through these lips of clay. Allow me to decrease, to be humble before thy, O God, and you increase in me. Now let the Holy Ghost take full control. We bless you, Lord, and we will forever praise your name. My God, I feel like I'm going 100 miles an hour for some reason here. I don't know. The excitement is in my spirit. And whatever it is, I'm glad about it. But for a topic tonight, God makes his ministers flames of fire. Now, if we look at the King James Version, we do see that it says a flame of fire. But if you go to uh, various other versions of the Bible, such as the NIV, he calls them, uh, he calls his servants flames of fire. And it's, it's, I don't think the significance is there in terms of whether we're talking about a flame or flames, because a flame could relate, could be, uh, or could um, signify uh, the body of believers, the servants of God. Um, and, and, and a flame may point to one individual, but it may point to the body as an entire unit. And I like unity because I truly do uh know and have experienced the power of agreement. And when God's word says that one can put a thousand in flight and two can put two, ten thousand in flight, that's exactly what God's word means, that he's talking about the power of agreement. So when we have a unit, a body of believers that are on fire for God, my Lord, we can move any mountains, we can move any obstacles. Um, the God that works within us can do the impossible. Just get on one accord. My God, after all, we are one body, one spirit, one baptism. My God. Now, speaking of the flame of a fire, we know that the flame of a fire is that which produces light and heat. It's that part of the fire that does that. And often that flame flickers, and sometimes it seems like it is dancing. My God. Hallelujah. As a verb, if we were to say, uh, if we're speaking of a flame, a flame is to be on fire or to flare up. And as God ministers, and believe me, people of God, even if you haven't been think you haven't been called to be a minister of God, if you are a servant of the Most High God, God has a special assignment for you, my God. And you don't have to be defined by what you are called. Just be defined by the fact that you are indeed a child of the Most High God who has wonderfully and fearfully made you to be you. And when he did so, he threw away the mold because there's no one else can, that can be a better you than you, my God. But as ministers of God, as flames of fire, it is our specific duty to make sure that we become interpreters of God's truth. For God's word says that we should know the truth, but the truth shall make us free. 
So if we hold on to the undivided, the unadulterated word of God, the uncompromised word of God, and let the truth speak on its own, but let us live by the truth. One thing that I know for certain in this time, in this dispensation, in this season, God is igniting his ministers as flames of fire. And he's doing it for a specific purpose. He's doing it to release his anointing to this generation. He's doing it to the point, people of God, that we will come with God's power, with God's authority. We're not trying to operate with our own power, but with God's power, with his authority. And we will be able to set on fire this world with God's glory. He will send us out, and we're being sent daily. Just look at where God uh, sometimes order you to be or you find yourself at in, at any given moment. But he's sending us out to, to uh, kindle the flames that have died out, to rekindle those that are about to go out, that, that are smothering in the lives of those who have somehow lost their desire to serve God. They've lost their zeal. They have lost their excitement. They have lost their joy. Hallelujah. But they must, we must tell them that the joy, hallelujah, that the Lord gives them is, is one that the world cannot take away. So, yes, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and the world certainly can't take it away. Hallelujah. God is rekindling the fire of those who were once used, who once used their spiritual gifts, and they have become weary or lost in their passion for God. God, during this season, y'all, he's rekindling the fire to, for those who are called to go out and just set the world on fly on fire, my God, we are really to demonstrate that we are a city that is set up on a hill whose light cannot be hid. God is breathing on us. He's sending a wind, a fresh anointing. He's sending his spirit to, flame, to fan the flames. You know, when a fire is going out, if you start uh, fanning it, Forward will, will, will come back to life, and that's what the Spirit of God is doing right now. He's fanning the flames. Even though it looks like the flames are out, my God, hallelujah, God, they're not quite out, and God is sending his Spirit and fanning those flames to bring them back to life. My God, hallelujah. It's, all, it's like what happened in the valley of dry bones. Y'all know. Hallelujah. How the spirits of the people had to be brought back to excitement, to life. My God. Hallelujah. My God. And and God is saying, yes, these bones can live. And he's breathing on us, y'all. But before I go too much further, I must say this, that our flames will always burn its brightest when we are actively pursuing our ministry. And when we pursue our ministry, that means we're pouring our life into others. We're getting others on fire for God because it becomes contagious, my God. Hallelujah. 
It becomes contagious when people can see our excitement to get on the prayer line on Thursday, to share our testimony, to tell what God not only has done for us, but what he has done for those that we have prayed for. Hallelujah. To tell others that we are praying that their faith fell it not. Hallelujah. We are to avoid flame killers, y'all. Those that come, hallelujah, that don't even want to see the light. Those that come to always bring the bad news instead of saying that I may be down today, but if I continue to serve the living God, I'm going to be up later today or certainly by tomorrow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When we are called to minister as a servant of God, whether we are ordained or licensed or whatever, we have a duty to yield to God's love and to open our hearts to him. God has a way of entering into us, and he becomes within us a consuming fire. Yes, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 29 says that, for our God is a consuming fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need this consuming fire because, see, uh, because man is wicked by nature, my God, we need something within us to, 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 to counteract the evil that may lurk, try to lurk within us, that may try to attack itself to us. So as long as we have that consuming fire of God, hallelujah, we are blessed in that we can resist the, the attempts of the adversary, the enemy, my God, to try to remind us of how, uh, uh, how we were born in, in, uh, in, in, in sin. And we have to remind him of, uh, that, that we have been saved by the, by the grace and the love of Christ. Uh, one thing we know is that God gives us the necessary gifts to function in the offices that he has called us to. Whether we have been called to be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord or whether we've been called to preach the glorious gospel, whether we have been called to sing songs of Zion, whether we have been called, my God, to, to, to just edify the body of Christ and to glorify God in the sanctuary, my God, we have all received a gift, hallelujah, and the gift is intended so we can minister the same gift one to another, and we can be good stewards of the grace that God has bestowed upon us. Now, we must understand that our dependence is always on God. Our dependence and uh, we can rest assured that we look to God for guidance so that he would enable us to succeed in that what, for, what, for which he has called us. We understand that we can't do anything without God's help. Hallelujah. Because, see, we can talk a good talk, but the word of God is clear that the kingdom of God is not in words but it's in power. Hallelujah. We operate in the name of Jesus, which we already know that every knee must bow to, but we also receive daily guidance from the Holy Spirit 
to uh, reveal. The Holy Spirit is a revealer. It, it re- the Holy Spirit revealed the mysteries of heaven to us, and it guides us properly in this world. Without the Holy Spirit, without uh, 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 the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, we would just be lost in this world. So we thank him tonight. If you can pause right there and give him a hand clap of praise. My God, the Lord wants to ignite his ministers, his servants as flames of fire. He wants to set them, uh, us, shall I say, over nations, over kingdoms. He wants to, us to be able to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant, my God, and do so knowing that nothing can stop the mighty move of God. Hallelujah. Now, see, when we look at a flame of fire, and in this context, I'm talking about the collective body of believers. The flame is the visible, gaseous part of a fire. We know that there can be no flame without the fire. Hallelujah. Jesus' word is clear, God's word. It said, because you can do nothing without me. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, that you can do anything. In fact, it said you can ask anything in my name and it shall be given. So we must know that the source of our flames is God, and, must, and it must never be extinguished. Uh, uh, God tells us in his word to be sober and to watch because he gives us fair warning, you see, that the adversary, the devil, he comes as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. But he is no match for our God, and we must get that in our Spirits. I'm talking about deep down in our spirits. No matter what we are faced with, no matter what attacks come our way, I don't care what it is, my God, the enemy is no match for the God that we serve, my God. Hallelujah. You see, we must understand and embrace the fact that we are flame carriers. And uh, just for the purpose of teaching purposes tonight, I want to talk about three kinds of flame carriers. And I know this is very important because God's word says that he rather we be hot or cold because if we be lukewarm in our service to him, that he's going to spew us out of his mouth. So the first type of flame carrier is one who have a low flame. It's barely burning. These are those uh, carriers who really don't like what they're doing. Sometimes we look at situations, we look at our calling, and we believe, we start thinking that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side. I know I've been called to be an usher, but I don't want to be an usher. I want to go play. uh, I want to just sing my God. I I don't want to do that. Uh, So if we develop a dislike for what God has called us to do, our desire and our passion becomes very low. We start feeling obligated and we do things out of obligation rather than with a willing heart. Our heart is not in it, and it is very easy to just quit doing 
what you're doing. Hallelujah. When you feel that you are being forced to do something that you don't like doing, you become lazy in doing it. In the word of God, Proverbs tells us that a lazy person hates work. We don't want to be categorized or classified as one who is lazy. It goes on and said the desires of the sloper kills him, but his hands refuse to labor. And God's word has already told us that whatsoever our hand findeth to do, that we do it without without do it with all of our might and without all of our hearts. In other words, Elder Hopkins, with our whole heart, my Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. We don't want to become to the point that we become wise in our own eyes. Hallelujah. And uh, that, that our way is better or higher than the Lord. We already know that his ways, his thoughts are higher than ours, my God. We don't want to become ineffective in what God has called us to do, especially in the ministry of God. As a matter of fact, God has called such on our lives that he wants us to do ministry everywhere we go, really. There's such a need because the harvest is uh, plenteous and the laborers are few. Hallelujah. Uh, Proverbs even tells us that a lazy man's soul desires nothing and has nothing. And then it goes on to say that uh, uh, the, for God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So we don't want to be caught, yes, working in the household of faith, doing the things that God has called us to do, but not doing it with our whole heart, my Lord. And then there are those, y'all, who have no frame. And believe me, people of God, we're not going to find ourselves in these categories, okay? It's just for uh, 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 exposure purposes, if you will. There are those who have no flame, and that's because they have allowed themselves to become burned out. They have let their fires go completely out for the Lord. They have wrong priorities. They come up with excuses after excuses. The priorities just, they put jobs and things before God. And God, we know, is a jealous God, my God. He don't want us to put anything before him, my God. That's why we have to pray for balance in our lives. Hallelujah. They uh, Sometimes people let their flames go out because they may like knowledge and they won't listen, listen to the spirit of God. Listen to those that God has, have, uh, even uh, the pastors and the preachers that God has given authority to, to, to proclaim the good news, to speak a word of life over them. Hallelujah. They, uh, so the, they allow the flame to go completely out. And if we find ourselves getting low in energy and low in spirit, my God, it's time to do something about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must cling to those that are on fire for Christ. We must uh, uh, ask our brothers and sisters to touch and agree and pray for us. We must even tell God that although we are weak, we know that he is strong. My God, we must be transparent before God because God already knows what the issues are. Hallelujah. But most of all, ask your brothers and sisters to pray for you. 
my God. And then there are those, my God, this is a category that we're going to all find ourselves in, y'all, because we are happy. We are happy in Christ. There are those who are blazed with fire. They are on fire for Christ. They are active for Christ. Hallelujah. They are level-headed. You know, sometimes people uh, get excited about Christ, and they may take out too fast, a false start, if you will, my God, uh, just moving too fast instead of just growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord. And then they get burned out. But uh, these are people who have paced themselves, and now they are ablaze with fire. They're like Jesus. They, uh, Jesus knew what he was called to do, and he refused to allow anything to stand in the way of him doing it. Hallelujah. He would often say that I am about my father's business. Uh, these are people who align their priorities with what God has empowered them to do. Even when we're faced with problems, if we're in this category, that's you. I'm talking to you. When you're faced with problems, you, you, you confront the problems with greater energy and enthusiasm. And you allow your flame to always burn brightest when you are actively pursuing the ministry that God has called you to do. And you're uh, so excited about it that you're willing to, uh, uh, it becomes an overflow in your spirit and you pour into the lives of others. I'm here to tell you, my brothers and my sisters, that if you find yourself from time to time falling into category one or two, just tell yourself that it's time that I catch on fire for God. I mean, catch on fire for real. And if you're in category three, you need to stay on fire for the Lord. And that means whether one, two, or three, we have to keep the flame glowing. My God. Because, see, we pray that our faith fell it not. We have prayed that our flame do not become extinguished. We have prayed, my God, hallelujah, to the point that we start fanning ourselves to bring the fire back alive. We have prayed to the point that God sends people because his word says that he has many people who have not bowed down to Baal. We must keep this flame glowing, y'all. And we do that by feeding, feeding the flames with the word of God. Yes. Hallelujah. We know Jesus has already told us in his word that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. We have learned by God's word that we are to be diligent that we are to study to show ourselves approved unto God, that we are to be workmen that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We must feed the flames with the word of God. We must let the law of the Lord be our delight. We must meditate on the word of God day and night, my God. Hallelujah. This way we will make, make our ways prosperous. Hallelujah. And then in Joshua, it said, and you should have good success, my Lord, because the more we serve God, the more he gives us the mysteries 
uh, reveals to us complete revelation of the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. My God, God's words become our guiding light. It becomes a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, my God. Hallelujah. So we must have a consciousness about keeping the flame glowing. Now, now we feed it with the word of God, and then we must continue to fill this furnace with prayer. We must flood it with prayer, y'all. The word of God says that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Prayer is the oxygen that we need, that we use to, to, to stoke the flames, if you will, to keep the flames going. Hallelujah. When we spend time in prayer, we're spending time in the presence of God. And the presence of God is the air that our soul needs to be on fire for God, to stay on fire for God. Hallelujah. If we really look at it, we know God's word saying, hallelujah, that in God we move, we breathe, we have our being. Prayer is the vital breath of the, of, of the believers of God, the followers of Christ. Those that, that may say, I'm a Christian. Those that may say, I'm a believer. Those that may say, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a servant of the most high God. That prayer is the vital breath. Hallelujah. And sometimes we, we think it's the thing that makes us alive, the breath, that, that, the prayer of my God. But it is the evidence that we are alive. When you pray, you're breathing, my God. You're taking in the vital element that gives life to your soul, the nourishment of our soul, not that natural food that we need to satisfy our bellies and our bodies, but to satisfy our souls. Hallelujah. So the word says that we are to pray without ceasing. Ceasing. It said, pray always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. There are so many ways to pray. We don't need to always pray because we're asking God for something. There are prayers of adoration. There are prayers of praise. There are prayers of thanksgiving. There are prayers of petition. There are prayers of supplication. There are intercession prayers. There are all types of prayers. There are prayers that we come before our holy God and say, God, I'm not asking you for anything today, God, but I'm coming just to give you thanks, God, to glorify you, God. Oh, my God, to, to just being uh, uh, to the point of being grateful that you allowed me yet another day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we don't have to come with any type of anxiety because God's word tells us that we ought to be anxious for nothing but in everything. Hallelujah, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we are to make our requests known unto God. We are to make our petitions known unto him. We are to make our thanksgiving known to him. My God, make our praise known to God. We will praise him with the fruit of our lips. We will praise him with our whole heart, my God. Hallelujah. So we already know that in order to keep this flame glowing, to keep it alive, y'all, we feed the flame with the word of God. We fill it or load it up, my God. Suffice with prayer. 
We are to thoroughly worship God diligently. God is a spirit, and those that worship him must do so in spirit and in truth. There are times when we have to go beyond our comfort zone. Sometimes when we first get saved, we, you know, we may be kind of reserved within ourselves in terms of, of how we praise God, my Lord. Hallelujah. And we can't dare become judgmental of how other people praise God. Let people praise him the way they want to praise him. Hallelujah. Let us, no matter what, get out of our comfort zone. Because if we're in our comfort zone, there are hindering forces that keep us from giving God the complete praise. We can offer up sacrifices of praises with our lips to higher degrees than what we are comfortable with. It doesn't mean that we have to make more noise, but it means, my God, that we are, we are uh, com- in communication with the spirit of God, that our spirit is connecting with the spirit of the living God. And uh, sometimes we don't even feel like praising God. We may be tired in our spirit, but praise and worship should be a sacrifice. Hallelujah, a sacrifice of our self-consciousness and anything that comes to inhibit us from praising him. The word says that praise him for his mighty act. Praise him according to his excellence. I'm talking about excellent greatness. And when we think about the goodness of God, the greatness of God, we ought to just praise him. There is glory that is due his name. Hallelujah. And we worship him in the splendor of holiness. My God, thank you, Lord. And people of God, to keep this flame aglow, to keep it going, to keep it uh, just blaring, my God, we can never resist the move of the Holy Ghost. Sometimes the Holy Ghost may come upon us, And our immediate thought is, somebody is looking at me, my God. But we don't do that as a body of believers. We let the Holy Ghost have his way. We dare not block the power of the Holy Ghost that works within us, my God. When God gives us a specific task for the sake of the kingdom of God, we are not to resist the Holy Ghost that is working within us. We dare not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, my God. We shall follow the Lord thy God. We shall keep his commandment, obey his voice, and let the Holy Ghost move by its power. But the next point I want to make is this, very important, is that we must forgive one another. You see, a heart of unforgiveness It's the quickest way to quench our flames. Hallelujah. To make our flames die. My God. And we must always remind ourselves that if God can forgive us for our deepest, our darkest sins, why can't we forgive others for the smallest things? We often ask God, Hallelujah, we we say to him that, God, I repent. I'm asking for forgiveness 
but we must also do the same for others. My God. And our brothers and sisters, if you have offended someone, my God, we must be big enough to ask them for forgiveness. Because, see, sometimes people may say, I didn't know that they wanted me to forgive them. So once you know, when you know better, you do better. So if your brother, if our brother or our sister come to us asking that they forgive, asking us to forgive them for something that they have transgressed against us, hallelujah, we owe it to them according to the word of God to forgive them. Because we don't want our fire to start uh, uh, getting low because we have a heart of unforgiveness. And really, sometimes the things that people are asking us to forgive them for are things that we have had to go to God and ask him to forgive us for. My God, hallelujah. The word of God tells us to be tolerant of one another and to forgive each other. Hallelujah. If anyone has a complaint against another, just as God has forgiven us, people of God, let us continue to connect with other flames. We must move our flames closer to other flames. My God, we want it to be a wildfire. We want it to be a spiritual wildfire. Hallelujah. Spreading like those fires are. My God, in the spirit realm, those earthly fires in California and other parts of the country, hallelujah, we must get as close as possible to those who are burning for Christ, for God, so that we can continue to, uh, to, to be ignited and to help each other flames uh, burn because the word tells us that iron sharpens iron. So a man sharpens the confidence of his friend. Hallelujah. We want everyone's flames to be glowing. Hallelujah. We want the devil to know that he has no chance among us and that we will reject the doctrines of darkness, the doctrine of vellum. My God, we, we dismiss and discount. Hallelujah the spirit of Baal, hallelujah, the spiritual passion that is ignited is when we continue to esteem others higher than ourselves, when we continue to serve them, when we use our gifts and talents to help each other. Every believer, yes, you, in Jesus Christ have been given gifts and talents, and you are no exception. We must face our fears and Stretch our faith to the point that we can step out. Yes, Elder Brown, Elder Janice, when we say we got something to say, we got something to say. Hallelujah. There is no greater joy than being an instrument of God to bless people. My God. The word says that we are not to neglect the gift that is in us. We know this by First Timothy chapter 4. Uh, verse 14, it says, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. And as each one of us have received a gift, many of us, multiple gifts, we minister one to another as good stewards 
as we display the grace of God. Hallelujah. And when we connect with those other flames, y'all, hallelujah, moving in the power, in the spirit, and in the might of the Lord thy God, we can spread the flame. The biggest thing we can do to to raise our spiritual awareness, our spiritual temperatures, and light the fire of God in our lives is to spread our flames. Hallelujah. We must share the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ to unbelievers everywhere we go, in our neighborhoods, in our jobs, my God. Hallelujah. Wherever we have been commissioned by God to go, and God sent us places that sometimes we find ourselves saying, now what am I doing here? And God is saying, spread that good news of Jesus Christ. God works with purpose in mind. Hallelujah. We must share our testimony. We go into the world, all the world, wherever we go, and we preach the gospel to every creature. Sometimes we may have to just put it in the atmosphere and let the uh, let it mount up on wings of an angel, and God will send the word out to whomever he has purposed for it, for, for it to be received of. Hallelujah. We must show a dying world, y'all, that we truly are ministers representing flames of fire for the Lord thy God. We must preach the kingdom of God. We must teach those things which concern the Lord Jesus Christ, and we must do it with all confidence. Hallelujah. Confidence by way of Christ Jesus, my God. Now let us go. Let us go out into all the nation, all the world, into every place, every high place, every low place, wherever we find ourselves, and let us continue to fan those flames. Let us get on fire for God. Yes, God is igniting ministers as flames of fire who will come in the power of the living God, who will come with God's authority, my God, who will come in God's might and with his, uh, with his, with his power, with all power given unto him. Let us join this move of God, y'all. Let the glory of God be radiant throughout the world. Hallelujah. The God is not only looking for men who are bold enough to make known the mystery of the gospel, but he is sharpening each one of us daily and equipping us to be ready for the battles that we will be confronted with. We are ready, y'all. We are ready to lay down our lives and take up our crosses. My God. And we are going to continue to be sold out to God's kingdom until the end of time. The end of time. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we appreciate you tonight, God. We thank you for making us flames of fire. Your word has penetrated our hearts, God. It's fire like Jeremiah that is shut up in our bones. We ask, oh God, that you keep our flames of fire burning in our spirits, in our hearts, and that you will make continue to enable us to speak 
as your mouthpieces and be a witness for you here on this earth, God. We expect you, O oh God, to help us when we become weary. Let us not be lag, uh, lazy in our due diligence, God, in serving you. But let us be fervent in spirit at all times. Make us worthy, God. Hallelujah. Help us to be worthy of the calling that you have on our individual lives, our collective lives, O oh God. And let us worship you forever, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And all the believers of God say amen. Amen. Amen again. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you.